Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A huge Browns victory. They're still alive in the playoff hunt. Watson comes back. Tom Withers from the Associated Press. Betting tips with Joe Mann and fantasy football advice all coming up right about now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Ball cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He dips outside left. He's going in. Touchdown. What a run. Nick Chubb. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick. I got the victory. Victory mug, people. We're ready. What a win. What a win in overtime. I know it's the next day. Victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday, people. I'm Andy McNamara. This is the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Man, we are, we are feeling good. Feeling good today. The season, that was the season right there. All we wanted really, folks, right, was to all right, make these games later in the year relevant. When Deshaun Watson comes back, make them potentially mean something. And we at least get that for one more game. We enter December with that. And that was such a team win. Feels so good for Jacoby Brissett. What a stud. What a leader of men Jacoby Brissett is. My good, he, he played way better than that four and seven record that the Browns are at right now. But that's where we're at through 11 games. The whole question with this season was where will we be at when Deshaun Watson returns? Well, we're here. And it's four and seven, should probably be six and five, five and six, but we're not. Should have had the Jets game, should have had the Chargers game. Should have had the Falcons game. Lots of shoulda, coulda, wouldas can't live that way. We know that. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81, the show at SickPodBrowns. Make sure you click notifications, subscribe right here. Leave your comments. How do you feel about that Browns win? Does that change how you feel about their playoff hopes, their chances? Now, pretty much, they got to they gotta be winning out, right? That's which is still a bit of a long shot. Deshaun Watts is not going to have played in 700 days in a regular season game. But we're here, and it was so exciting. Later on in the show, Joe Madden, sports analyst in Canada, U.S., all over. She's tremendous. We're going to talk about NFL Week 13, some early bird picks, some bets with her, some best bets. My fantasy football advice, you can get your questions in using hashtag AskAndy on Twitter, at AndyMC81, Instagram, at AndyMCSports. But right now, longtime Cleveland sports reporter, covers the Browns for the Associated Press. Tom Withers joins me now. Tom, welcome, sir. How are you? Good, Andy. How are you? Doing good, man. Boy, that was a, uh, I, I could feel just an exhale from Browns fans. Like, oh, wait, <laughs> we actually have relevant football in December. It might only be for one week in December, but into December. 
What did you think of that victory? Yeah, they gutted it out, right? Um, you know, thank God for David and Joku, right? Oh. With the, the best left-handed, one-handed catch we've seen in a long time around here. So yeah, I mean, it just shows you the frail the fragility of this season, right? I mean, yeah. it comes down to kind of one play. Um, they did what they needed to do. And, you know, I've been I've been telling people for weeks that I I really don't think this team is that far away. Now, granted, are there some roster issues that need to be addressed in the offseason? Clearly. Um, but all things considered, um, you know, with, with some injuries that I don't think people have really um, appreciated as much as maybe they should have, you know, the loss of Anthony Walker Jr., um, you know, Jacob Phillips, you know, new cornerbacks every week, you know, for, for, fortunately, MJ Emerson stepped up on Sunday and, and played extremely well in, uh, in the place of Greg Newsom. But, you know, Denzel Ward was out for weeks. This offensive line, which is the strength of the team, is banged up. Miles Garrett can't even put his shirt on. Um, you know, this team is this team is really banged up right now. So um, all that said, you know, in typical Browns fashion, they they beat Tom Brady and then they replaced their quarterback. Go figure. <laughs> yes. The signature win of Jacoby Brissett's career. It's like, thanks for your service. Yeah. Off you go. You. What, yeah. what a way to go out, though. Like, I, I think Jacoby Brissett one day is going to make one heck of a coach. Like, what a leader of men. And I got to say, Tom, that, that David and Joku catch, does that and we can always be prisoners of the moment but just from a spectacle standpoint at the point of the game is that the best you've ever seen like i was trying to like where's another browns catch that spectacular that meant that much none come to mind andy to be honest and considering like you said fourth and ten essentially the season hanging on the, on the line right uh, against tom brady um j- just remarkable and good for david and i tell you what he had a, he had quite a week andy um Last Monday on the Zoom, we had him, you know, post-game. Who did they get destroyed by a week ago? I completely lost track of where we're at here. Um, Buffalo game. Buffalo, right? so, yes, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Not Detroit, destroyed, yeah, with the snow and all that. Um, you know, not destroyed, but but clearly not the game that they wanted to play up there. And I really thought it was interesting from a, a leadership standpoint, the way David, you know, kind of shot down this idea that the season was over. You know, he was really adamant about we've still got a lot to play for. And he really showed me a maturity that I hadn't seen in David over the last couple of years. Now, has he had his ups and downs? Clearly, but this team has invested in him twice. And for him to come through, to your point, in that moment really says a lot about him and, and what he's trying to do. I think we have to remember too, Tom, is David Njoku still, what, 25, 26 years yeah, old? Yeah, he's a kid. He really is. <laughs> right? Like he entered the league when he was 20. Like we think of it, he's been around for so long, but really like a guy in his mid-20s. And you're right. We saw that development and that quick um, interview we gave it with ESPN after said, we're not dead yet. We're, and yeah. just, boy, you could feel and that, that emotion from, you could tell that was from him, but that was from that team. And now the question becomes, all right, you got what? You got the guy back. You got the man. <laughs> yeah. The wait's over. You know, what happens next, right? That's the thing. Yeah, and I, and I do think that that sentiment that David expressed is is throughout that locker room. I mean, there's a lot of guys there with a lot of pride. And I know fans are, are quick to point fingers when things go badly. But listen, these guys want to win as bad as anyone. I mean, they really invest their lives and their bodies and, and put themselves through a lot to get out there every Sunday. I think that's the kind of the, the unknown part that, you know, some of us in the media are, are privy to see and, and a lot of fans don't see. These guys are... are there's a couple of guys that are barely walking, you know, during the week that are able to get back out there on Sunday. So listen, are they paid handsomely? All that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I do think that um, there are a lot of guys that that really feel like they can still make a push here. 
Is it going to be tough to put six six straight together? Absolutely, especially you know given having to go to to Cincinnati, Baltimore coming in here. But you know they we always laugh and the, the cliche is about a one week at a time and going one and zero. But that has never been you know more prevalent than right now. So I think Stefanski's message, which that's that's the message every week, is going to really really ring through that locker room. So um, listen. Watson coming back, I think people need to temper their expectations a little bit. This is a guy that has not played football in 700 days. This is also a guy that's going to be going out there on the field against players who have been conditioning their bodies all year to be able to play, right? And so while while I think he'll he'll you know definitely show a, a different dynamic to this offense, I do think that Stefanski is going to lean on this running game, and I know Browns fans are going to be happy to hear that. But I do think it's a way to maybe – help Deshaun knock off some of that rust, right, is to be able to to run the ball effectively, you know, pass when you can. I don't think the playbook is going to look that dramatically different than we saw with Jacoby Brissett. Obviously, you have RPO. You have some other things that you can do because of Deshaun's mobility. But um, I think people really need to be, you know, take it a week at a time. I think the biggest thing, Andy, to me over these last six weeks is finding out if this marriage of – Deshaun Watson and Kevin Stefanski works, right? Yes. You know, how, how do they, what kind of symmetry can they build over these last six games to then leapfrog into next year? Making the playoffs this year is going to be very tough to do. Indeed. On Twitter at Twitter's AP. Tom, before we look fully ahead, let's hand yeah. out some dog bones into the doghouse. Let's take a look. All right, so let's give out some dog bones first. And we mentioned a couple there. Miles Garrett, the shoulder. Tom, dare I say, I think this may have been, and we all talk, you know, you get the sacks. You had the four and a half sacks against Justin Fields last year. That was fun stats-wise. You can put up the stats. But meaningful game records. That's what defensive players of the year are made out of. Aaron Donald, TJ Watt. To me, again, maybe it's prisoner of the moment. I can't think of a more impactful, maybe second half of a game that Miles Garrett has had in his career. Is that is that fair? Fair to say. Yeah. I mean, he hit a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, right? I mean, he came up, did exactly what you said, you know, what you said, Andy, is to have that player make that play in that moment. And he did it. And considering that he's playing with one and a half arms is really remarkable. And I know, you know, listen, I I think there's a part of Miles, too, that feels like, you know, he let the team and and the fan base down this year in that that injury is a self-inflicted injury, right? It's about his recklessness off the field. Mm -hmm which I think is why he's even more driven to try to deliver in those kind of moments. So, and I'll tell you what, Andy, and I'm sure you break down, you know, you break down the film each week, like we do to some degree to consider what he goes through on a given play where he is sometimes single, double and triple teamed, right? Game teams are scheming their game plan to run away from him. And for him still to be able to make plays says something about him. And to your point, you know, that's, that's the moment that you wanted for Miles Garrett, and he delivered, and you know you hope you can see it again. I, I will say this too, though, Andy, I, I really think it's going to be interesting. You know, he hasn't really practiced in weeks now. You know, we'll see him out there basically for just kind of the cursory walkthrough on Friday, and then we're, we're escorted off, so we don't see the entire practice. But Miles basically is not practicing these days, and I did ask him after the game whether or not he's going to need surgery, and I think that's inevitable. So. Wow. Uh, See, I, I would think it would be interesting to see, too, how bad it got on Sunday when he took that extra hit and was in excruciating pain on the sideline. It wouldn't shock me to see him sit out a week. 
Jeez. And that's the thing people don't appreciate the double, triple teams, but also just being manhandled. Like they're not calling penalties yeah. on every play under the chair. Like imagine the toll, yeah. right? Like ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, another Tom, another dog bone. We got to give it, you mentioned him earlier, has to go to the, the rookie MJ Emerson. Look, th- this guy, you, we talk about dog DAWG, you know, this dude's a dog, man. Like he, he likes, yeah. you can tell there's that bit of fire, that violence that's in, in his game that lacks from others. I was I was very impressed um, for a lot of the year, but especially this week. To hold Mike Evans 0 for 7 against him, that's spectacular. Yeah, and he really bodied him up too, right? He played yeah. him off the line, which is something that we haven't always seen out of these Browns cornerbacks, right? They tend to play off the line sometimes. I mean, there's obviously moments where they want him in press coverage. But, um, yeah, he brings a physicality to your point, Andy, that we don't really have on this defense. And, you know, we've asked Stefanski about him, you know, since training camp and – what he always falls back on is he loves the way the guy is wired. And yeah, I mean, he's an SEC player, right? He, um, he does have that dog in him and uh, you know, the Browns could use a few more guys just like that. Absolutely. Uh, is, does anybody in your doghouse? Cause that was a, a great win. <laughs> certainly flaws, certainly yeah. flaws still. Cade York, the kicker, you know, yeah. whatever. Anybody jump out to you in the in the win uh, to, you know, we got to be a little negative. It is a Brown show. Yeah, you know, um, York was my guy. I have to kind of do an analysis every Monday, and he was my stock down guy. Mm. And we need to find out a little bit more about what exactly happened on that play, right? I, the snap looked pretty clean. I thought the hold was okay. Yeah. Um, there may have been a little slip there on his, on his plant leg. That said, Andy, you know, he has not been – what had been advertised, right? I mean, that's his sixth miss on top of two extra point misses. That's eight total. You know, granted, a couple of them were blocked. There may have been a protection issue or two on on a couple of those. But yeah, if, if anybody is kind of lingering on the outskirts of the doghouse, I think it would have to be Katie Burke right now. And Tom, before we let you go, um, let's let's now look ahead. Okay, we got the good. You get that that overtime win, huge. Now we've seen out of it seems. You know, most Browns teams since expansion, but under this regime as well, just when you think they're out, they give you some hope. And just when you think they're going to go on a run, they get full of themselves and they collapse. This is a Houston team that's one, nine and one. They're in the pits. They're look, management probably wants them to lose because they have the Browns first round pick. But yeah, what is, is there, is this some sort of a, I don't think it can be a trap game from us thinking as a fans, but we've seen these guys read their own headlines. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Andy. I mean, consistency is the one thing that this team is really lacking, right? And listen, there are a lot of variables there too, right? And it is the NFL. And on any given Sunday or Thursday or Monday night, I mean, that is the truth, as cliched as that sounds. So I'm with you. I think it's important for them to put to stack some games together now. Um, you know, listen, when you look back at the Buffalo game and, and a few of the other games this year, there have been moments when this team looks like absolutely playoff contender, if not Super Bowl contender, right? And then a week later, they look completely inept. So I think that's what they're striving for. And again, Andy, I'll go back to what I feel like these last six, you know, listen, if they can run at the table, that's one thing. But I really think this last six weeks is about finding that Watson-Stefanski chemistry. And to your point, finding some of that consistency, stacking one good week on top of the other. Because really, Tom, you're right. Because if, if it's even with Watson being off for that long, if there's not that feel of chemistry going on it now, if there is, that can do a great job to save multiple jobs, maybe even Stefanski's. But if there's not, we might be having some tough conversations. Yeah. Especially, you know, with, with the defense, the defense situation, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah, And I don't like to fall back on injuries or not an excuse. Every team in the league is dealing with them. Right. But um, you know, Joe Woods, seat has gone from um, 
you know, tepid to scalding to on fire to, you know, unsavable, right? And yeah. now, you know, they, they played extremely well, I thought, on Sunday. Now, granted, that's a Tampa Bay team that's, you know, scored only more than 22 points once all season. So it's not exactly a team that's going to that's gonna stress you. Neither is this Houston team this week. But there's some big upcoming games. You know, it'd be nice to see, you know, Joe put together a game plan. And, and listen, the run issues are something that's going to have to be addressed in the offseason, I'm afraid. I don't think the personnel fits the scheme and vice versa. And I'm sure you've talked a lot about that this year. So I think the big thing, again, is for them to, you know, put a good game together in Houston, then start thinking about Cincinnati a week from now. Definitely. Well, Tom, listen, really appreciate the time. Let people know. I'm sure viewers are following you already, but let people know where they can find your great work. Uh, you can find us on the the AP app. You know, we're um, you know, obviously we have membership all around the world. And so you can find my stories pretty much on every you know newspaper site or, or television or radio station site that 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 is your favorite. So and then you can Twitter as well. So I really appreciate your time, Andy. Love you. Love the passion. Love Browns fans in general. So I've got, um, you know, family and friends and neighbors and everybody that are uh, they're on me about the Browns 24 <laughs> seven. Exciting. So thanks well, again. Thank you. Let's hope it's an exciting run. They can run the table. Let's see what the heck happens. Thank you, Tom. Talk to you soon. You're welcome, Andy. Take care, bud. All right. There he goes. The great Tom Withers from the Associated Press. Look, Tom's right. Uh, I, I, th I thought that point was very interesting where it's that chemistry now, whether the Browns make the playoffs or not, like it's a long shot. We know that, but heck, there's a chance, right? Every Cincinnati went on a heck of a run last year to the to the Super Bowl. Why not? Probably not going to happen, but why not, right? But that chemistry to build, how does Stefanski use Watson? Does he get too pass happy? Can he not help himself? There's still a lot of question marks to go. And while this Houston team is terrible, there can be trap games here. This is an emotional game for both sides, right? This is Deshaun Watson, who before all the off-the-field issues said, I don't want to play for you, this franchise. Sat willingly for a year, right? He's going to be hearing booze all over the place for multiple reasons. Big, big game. So thank you to Tom. Look, let me know what you think about this Browns team, their chances, you know, for not just this week, but ongoing after that huge win over Tampa and all the stat Tom Brady hadn't lost ever went up by seven or more points in over to whatever the heck doesn't matter. He lost. You beat him. I was actually there. The only other time the Browns beat Tom Brady in 2010, I got the ticket stub right there. Um, Eric Mangini, the Peyton Hillis game, Colt McCoy at quarterback. I was sitting in the dog pound with my dad, 2010. It's phenomenal. That atmosphere and put the boots to Belichick and Brady. I can still remember Peyton Hillis hurling over, on the dog pound side, it was it was just amazing. I'm, and now a much more important win that the Browns just picked up. All right, still to come. We're going to chat with Joe Madden, NFL betting analyst. We're going to get our early bird picks. Get some best bets ready. Put a few bucks down early on when it comes to NFL Week 13. And coming up next, fantasy football. Hashtag Ask Andy. Get you some waiver wire pickups all coming up on the Sick Podcast with Andy Nightmare. All right, everybody, now we transition to week 13. Lucky week 13 in the National Football League and Fantasy Football, okay? Waiver wire ads. This is getting to crunch time for fantasy football seasons, of course, right, folks? Okay, playoff positioning. Are you in? Are you out? Are you on the bubble? And even if you're out of your season long, you still have DFS plays. You still have the daily fantasy option, your DraftKings fan to whatever. So there's still tons of fantasy football to go to. 
Only two teams on by this week. Not a big deal. Cardinals and Panthers. Eh. You know, Dante Foreman, you're missing. You're missing DeAndre Hopkins. How good were the Cardinals doing? Not a big deal. Not a bad week to, if, if you're going to have a bye. Uh, you know what? Let's get to some questions right away. Let's go. All right. Well, I'll welcome in Joe Madden in a few minutes to talk about our NFL bet bets, our early bird picks. Uh, but for hashtag Ask Andy, let's begin from Mamoon on Instagram. Says, I can't believe I'm asking this, but which quarterback should I stream this week? The Jets, Mike White, or the Jags, Trevor Lawrence? Help! Hashtag Ask Andy. What a time to be alive, folks. My goodness. Yeah, that's a real question. That's a real question. Now, I will say this. All the Mike White hype I'm hearing, all the Mike... What's the old saying? Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Almost a year to the day. Almost. A couple weeks off. Check this out. Remember Mike White? November 2021. AFC Player of the Week had the big 405-yard game October 31st against Cincinnati. People saying, Mike White, Mike White. He's the guy. Three touchdowns, two interceptions. Balling out Mike White. Ice cold. Well, what happened the next week? Well, Mike White. Uh, lost to Indianapolis, threw for 95 yards, not 405. The next week, lost real bad to Buffalo, zero touchdowns, four interceptions, back to the bench, Mike White. History, people. History can repeat stuff. Mike White came in, boom, pop. That's fun. Cool. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen again. I don't buy Mike White. Fine third stringer, borderline backup, can come in maybe when you get. Good, good. Is he going to take you down the stretch? People say, oh, he's the one to lead you to the playoffs. Really? Okay. Have at it, Jets. Cool. I'm going Trevor Lawrence out of the two. And I actually like Trevor Lawrence for a streaming option this week. Here is why. Okay, a little more sustainable. Trevor Lawrence, back-to-back weeks, 20.96 fantasy points in week 10 against Kansas City. Had the bye. Came back against Baltimore. Improved defense. Not against old Trev. Not against Sunshine. Uh-uh. 25 fantasy points at the Jags put the boots to the Ravens. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'm just loving Trevor Lawrence because, oh, they make the Ravens lose. And any Baltimore loss just makes me smile inside. Well, guess what is up next for the Jags? It's the Detroit Lions who have given up the most fantasy points to fantasy quarterbacks. Okay? First, the most. The Lions are fun. They can sling it all over the place. This is a prime time spot. Better news to Travis Etienne reports out. Not a serious ankle injury. He's going to play. Then you look at, I'll combine one of my um, waiver wire pickups here a little bit too, folks, is the uh, Zay Jones factor. I'll get to him a little bit more later, but Zay Jones, a Trevor Lawrence, Zay Jones stack might be really nice, especially for DFS, but that's a good play there. Another ask Andy. This is from at Jenny Burt underscore 72 on Twitter. Love the show and a big Browns fan. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, Fantasy wise though, should I be getting Jordan Love just in case Aaron Rodgers doesn't play at some point, they play the Bears this week. Hashtag ask Andy. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he's back and forth. Is he going to play? Is he not? Uh, Packers technically not eliminated from the playoffs, but come on. That team's done. It's over. It's over for the Packers. Jordan Love, I hated the draft pick when they made it. I didn't believe in him when he was drafted. I didn't believe in him coming out of college. Total waste of a draft pick when you could have got Aaron Rodgers a much better compliment on offense a few years ago. Jordan Love comes in again off the bench. Look great. People, how many times do we see this? How many times do we see this? Guy comes in off the bench. Defense doesn't expect them. So they play well. Then when you get a week to prepare, not so good. I would say no to Jordan Love. I'm saying no to Jordan Love. Okay. You know what? We'll get to my uh, fantasy football 
waiver wire under the uh, radar picks in a few minutes, but I want to welcome in right now, Joe Madden for our NFL betting segment, getting ready for NFL week 13. Joe, how are you? I'm good. Did you just say no to love? I I said no to love. (laughs) Uh-uh. No, no, I want no love, Joe. I want no love. I don't buy it. I'm, I'm you buy it? I can't back Jordan Love. I'm totally with you there. I look, and, and the thing is, whenever a quarterback comes in randomly, like I just said, it's the teams don't expect it. So it's not surprising when they ball out of it. Then when you prepare, you find out Jordan Love probably isn't that good. And yet you wasted a first round pick. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> did you see the meme, Love Hurts? You can't get past that. So, really. <laughs> That's just total negative all across the board. Joe, look, thank you for jumping on today. You're, I, I was going to try to introduce for all the places you're from, but you're all over the place, which is awesome, uh, right? You're, you're, you're on Betfred Sports, you're on Hammer Network, you're, you're everywhere, right? Yeah, I am. And it's a lot of fun. I love being everywhere. That's great. Everywhere is good. Everywhere is good. Everywhere can pay, right? That's, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's week 13. Let's get to some early bird picks. Let's do it. Oh, wow. All right. See the little bird? We got a worm and everything. I love Uh, that. I didn't expect that. Boom. You know, you never know. The graphics can pop up anywhere. Um, Let's start. This is the Thursday nighter. Bills at Patriots. The game I like as a whole, but betting wise, Joe, is there anything that jumps out to you? Because for me, I'm looking at the numbers here on Betfred Sportsbook and I'm thinking, okay, well, we got the over under at 43 and a half points. We got, you know, it's like a four and a half spread. There's nothing really that super jumps out to me. I kind of like the over for this because both teams have been able to to score. It's minus 110 for the over. That's kind of that that's kind of where I'm at it. Do you like anything specifically about this game? Okay. My problem with this over is I don't have trust in Mac Jones. I know we saw him come out good yeah. on Thanksgiving and he played a solid game. His offensive line really gave him that time in the prop pocket and protection but I can't trust him as a whole and I think this is going to be a very hard game even though the Patriots are home I trust the defenses of both of these teams more than the offenses especially with Josh Allen we know his elbow's not 100% we've seen those short passes just not be right on point Um, so in this one I do lean to the Bills to cover this spread Um, but I think I have to go under just because of the defenses so Joe's going under I wouldn't be surprised if you're right there for for what you laid out the where I'm sort of going as far as a prop play for this game, and maybe because you're right, Mac Jones, what, no, uh, uh, hasn't thrown uh, um, more than one passing touchdown in a game? Like, yeah. Absolutely. How can so you I, back that? <laughs> how can you? But the rushing side, Ramondre Stevenson, and maybe this is the fantasy guy coming out in me a little bit more. Dam- Damian Harris not going to play likely. So Ramondre Stevenson, we have a prop over 61 and a half rushing yards, minus 125. Not the best payout, but with D- Damian Harris, I think that's pretty easy money there. Yeah, I think that is a great value there. And I'd definitely hit that. I'd also look at the amount of field goals in this one. I think we're going to see more field goals in this than touchdown conversions. We know offensively both these teams have struggled um, in that red zone. And defensively, they've been able to stop opponents in the red zone. So that's another thing I'm looking at. Yeah, and Tyler Bass has been money for the Bills overall until that miss against the Browns a couple weeks ago. Uh, Yeah, and Buffalo fared by four and a half. Okay, Browns at Texans. All right. Now, here is where I'm leaning for this one. Deshaun Watson's first game back, right? Everyone's excited as far as the offensive, you know, on the field side of it, as far as what he could be able to do. But he hasn't played, Joe, he hasn't played in 700 days. No. You're still, I feel, going to have to lean on the run. And I'm just feeling this 47 total points. Texans have trouble scoring. I I think this is screaming under. And at minus 105 on the Betfred Sports, I think that's a nice play there. 
Yeah, I love the under here. I can't believe this line moved up from 45 and a half. Yeah. Um, I thought it would have moved the opposite direction. I hope the Houston Texans come out and win this game. I don't want to see Deshaun Watson come out and have a phenomenal game, but I think that's what the league wants. I think they want to make a hero out of him now, and um, I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Browns got the win and the cover here. I think they'll get the win. It's just that that under with the points part you know and really if you're the texans if you're the texans front office you want the browns to win because guess what you got their first round pick <laughs> that is true but i don't lose. know i'm such a competitor i don't care what i'm getting i want to win every that's single right. game and you know what that's something i think sometimes fans forget the players yeah. don't care about the draft picks because if you have a good draft pick that's somebody else who can come in and replace you the players absolutely right? right and they're fighting for contracts what's going to happen to them next year exactly um, how about this one? Steelers at Falcons. So Atlanta's four and two at home. Pittsburgh two and four on the road. These are two bad football teams. Steelers one point favorite, uh, but the Betfred Sportsbook has plus one hundred on the money line payout for an Atlanta win. Both these teams pretty bad. Like I wouldn't be surprised at all if Atlanta has it. And the plus one hundred, I think it might be worth a few bucks. What do you think? Yeah, I struggle with this game because we will see the Steelers on that short week. We know they got the win last night over the Indianapolis Colts. In this game, I'm looking at um, the Atlanta Falcons. They play such a solid run game, mm -hmm. but the Steelers are so solid against that run. I think this one is going to come to an under. I'm going to take the under 43 and a half or whatever it's sitting at right now because I do think both these teams will try to control the clock. We know Kenny Pickett actually had a Really solid game in that first half last night. I liked what I saw out of him there. I thought he was going to go over in his passing yardage. He had to play that style of game. But I think we see the Steelers play more of a run game in this one stay under the total. Yeah, and could have a nice little... Najee Harris is an interesting guy because the explosiveness isn't quite there, but he just gives you enough to kind of keep you interested, right? There's just Absolutely. like... Just, just a little nugget there that keeps Come on, going. he's going to do it. And then he doesn't. You're like, and then he doesn't do it. And then you're like, ah, and then he does. And then he pops yeah. in. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, Dolphins at 49ers. This is another one that jumped out to me here. So Dolphins, five, five in a row. Haven't lost with Tua when he started and finished a game. It, it's yeah. unbelievable. The weapons, wild. Money line, plus 175 for a straight-up Dolphins win. San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey's banged up Elijah Mitchell out. 49ers are really good. But so are the Dolphins, plus 175, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, this is really hard for me not to grab the Dolphins plus the points. You made such good points about Tua when he's healthy and this team. And I think this is a tighter game than the number. 49ers are absolutely phenomenal right now, especially defensively. I think this is such a strong team. And who would have thought with Jimmy G here, we had that quarterback controversy um, starting the season. But yeah. I'm, I do root for the 49ers. I like what I've seen out of them. I love this storyline of Jimmy G coming back and this team actually playing better around him, especially with everyone's hate for Jimmy G. I don't get it. I don't get where this hate is for them. Do people too handsome, Joe. He's a pretty boy? He's is that handsome. why? I think is so. Why? We're all jealous. We're all jealous. We're not as handsome as Jimmy G. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I really do think the Dolphins keep this one tight. But this 49ers team with Nick Bosa and their defense is playing so solid. I could see a story for both of these ones, but I do I would have to take the um, Dolphins plus the points if I was to take a bet right now. Yeah, just just where that plus one seventy five. I'm just like, man, that's it's not it's not that one sided. But you know what? For the Jimmy Garoppolo conversation, I, I think people might forget that 
like him or not, the guy was the quarterback when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. Like, this is a team that knows how to do things with him at that position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And he was the quarterback that got the Patriots that one year to the Super Bowl, and then Tom Brady took back over, right, it's, into the playoffs. It's a spot so. where they – if they and the health for the 49ers has been the problem for like five yeah. years. I, I, I don't know. Get new doctors. I don't know what the problem is. But, <laughs> but they they keep getting it done. So I yeah. think long-term it could be interesting. Anything else for week 13 that, that really sort of jumps out to you that you like numbers-wise, prop-wise, whatever? Yeah, I think we've got a really interesting matchup between Kansas City and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Um, I would be leaning on the Bengals plus the points as well. Um, I'm looking at plus two and a half. I just think the Bengals play the Chiefs so strong. I think the over is in play as well. I know these two teams have trended to that under, but we have to look at how well both of these teams are putting up the points. And I do think the points come. I think this is kind of a shootout style game and this will be back and forth. Whoever has that ball in their hands for that last possession. So I'm really interested to see how this one comes out. I really hope the Bengals can pull off the win. And I like your over prediction there. Jamar Chase is back. I know. I right? love that. I right? love that he was back here. That's yeah. so good. That, that adds so such another layer because then what, in Cincinnati, you, you got Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Nixon's supposed to come back. And even if he doesn't, P. Ryan filled in nicely. Like there's just so many weapons right there for Cincinnati that I hope you're right. These are the type of games that I'm always thinking, like you hope it's a, a sit back with your popcorn and like, just don't be like some awful 1310. Right? <laughs> oh, come we on. don't want that. We no. don't need that at all. No, we want, that means we want we exciting. Talk about the Monday night football game. This Monday night football game, we got the Saints and the Bucks. How did Tom Brady lose again? Like, I don't know what yeah. is happening here. I guess we go back to the meme, love hurts. Um, Tom Brady <laughs> is completely struggling, and he struggles against the Saints as a Buccaneer. He's 5-5 five and five for his career, but he has not beat the Saints as he's been the quarterback for the Bucks. Monday mm. night football, he is so phenomenally strong. It's hard for me here not to back Brady just because of everything. We know how talented he is, but I've got to grab the Saints plus the three and a half before this line moves. Yeah, and straight up win plus 155 I'm seeing for New Orleans. You know, I'm sprinkling on that. One and uh, four on the road, though. It's hard to take the Saints get, here. You know what? We're going to sprinkle. We'll have a new segment pop up. We'll, we'll do the sprinkle with, sprinkle with Andy and Joe. There we go. I love it. Can we have glitter? I would Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. We'll call it, we'll call it uh, uh, the segment Jandy. We'll, we'll make something up. I'll think of something better. It'll be great. Can't It'll wait. be great. I like, I like the sprinkle on it. That's a great point. And you know what else I heard, Joe, from a Tampa Bay um, media guy was that Tom Brady, apparently, since his divorce and all the stuff, has lost 20 pounds and looks very like, got, like we know the face looks gone. Yeah. And he's, and they said just even um, one of the, the Browns reporters who saw him coming into the stadium said when he first came in, got out of the car, he said he just looked, quote, weird. Yeah. Like it's a very, you know, you can't, the personal stress I'm sure is extreme, but like, that's something to keep in mind too. Yeah, it absolutely is. You even look at his helmet. It looks a little loose on his head. So I wouldn't be surprised <sighs> if they put more padding in there yeah, for sure. That's a good, that's a good point. It, I like, you know what? That might be my favorite pick of yours. I like that Saints. Yeah, we're going to sprinkle that. Okay. Sprinkle a pick. Sprinkle. I love it. Sprinkle with Jandy. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I like candy. I can get behind that. This is so much fun. I love being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Joe, yeah, Joe tell people where that I know you're everywhere, but social media, tell people where they can find out because you do great work. 
Yeah, just um, the tag below at Joe Madden Sports. You can find me on all social media. It was an absolute pleasure being here with you, Andy. Thanks, Joe. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, there she goes, Joe Madden. And you can say it, Joe Madden Sports. You know what, Sammy, put that Betfred Sports book read up there. Let's get that. If you're Ohio, you're a Browns fan. Yeah, Brady lost again. Boom. Brady lost to the Browns. Oh, that's, that's still so great. Still so great. All those records, things broken. You know what I don't like, though? The media saying, oh, what's wrong with Tom? How about what's right with the Browns? How about that? How about what's right with the Browns? And probably what's wrong with Tom. But there you go, folks. Ohio residents and Cleveland Browns fans. Online sports betting coming to Ohio January 1st. It's going to be here before we know it. Pre-register with Betfred Sportsbook to get an exclusive pre-launch bonus and enter to win weekly prizes. If you check out at Betfred Sports on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, social media, all over, the prizes these guys give, uh, like well, we're not talking about a free pen or something here, folks. Like these, these are really good prizes, tickets, all sorts of fun stuff. So all you do to, to pre-register, get that exclusive pre-register bonus, get ready to be entered for those uh, exciting contests is go to betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. And you know how to spell that because it's right on your screen right there. Betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. The link is in the description uh, to this video right here on the channel. By the way, make sure you're clicking notifications. Make sure you're getting all ready for uh, that you don't miss an episode. Joe was awesome. All right, let's, uh, you know what? Let's finish off with some fantasy football talk. And look, waiver wire time. Let's go under the wire here. Okay, so we went through the Ask Andy question. Now my under the waiver wire, under the wire, waiver wire pickups. Seattle defense, people. If you're looking, I stream DST. That's one. I don't usually like streaming. Week to week when it comes in uh, in fantasy, but defense I do typically, you know, unless you get, you know, you back in and you get a Buffalo or something, you're usually good. Uh, but I stream Seattle defense smash play. I know they've lost two in a row. Maybe the shine is starting to come off a little bit here with Seattle, two losses in a row. Um, however, they're playing the Rams decimated by injuries. No Cooper Cup, no Allen Robinson. Uh, Stafford can't see on the field. Everything's a mess. Defending Super Bowl chance wiped off. They, they want nothing to do with, with it. You got Bryce Perkins running around. Uh-uh. Seattle defense, DST, love it. Now, I think the Browns, like we talked about, are going to beat the Texans, but their defense is not fantasy relevant. So don't go out and, you know, you can have worse cases, of course, but don't go and, and spend or be too upset if you don't get the Browns DST, their defense for your fantasy team this week, because as great as they played against Tampa, they don't create turnovers. Still just three interceptions total on the year. There's like 17 plus players individually with more interceptions. Don't create fumbles. Don't create turnovers. That's where you get your big fantasy points. So, you know, could they get some sacks on Kyle Allen or Davis Mills, whatever the heck they have? And yeah, but Miles Garrett isn't 100% either. As we heard from Tom Withers, I think surgery at the end of the year for that left shoulder. That's see how he does the rest of the year there. So Seattle defense, yes, fade on the Browns defense. If you need a wide receiver, folks, wide receiver, Palooza, get the confetti going. You're fine. You're good. You need a wide receiver. Here we go. Jag, Zay Jones. Remember I said stack him with Trevor Lawrence. Zay Jones. Just, okay, only 26% rostered, and he's taken on the Lions. They've allowed the most points per game in real-life football, second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Okay, back-to-back games, double-digit targets for Zay Jones. Now, 
that Jags offense is capped by not being super dynamic. Christian Kirk still gets the first looks, but again, double digit back to backs for Zay Jones. Okay. That he is the epitome of your high floor, low ceiling with the ability to pop. And he's starting to crawl up a little bit. So Zay Jones, I really like, I got him in one of my lineups uh, right there. Also outside of him, Packers, Christian Watson. If he's still there, he's still available in some 20% of leagues for DFS. He's the guy. Now, if it's Jordan Love in there, you know, Aaron Rodgers, thumb, ribs, maybe that's a bit of a difference if Jordan Love, so track that. But still, Christian Watson, you want on your team, he's the dude. Chase Claypool becomes the man with Darnell Mooney out, but what's the condition of Justin Fields? Again, somebody you want to have on your team, but track before you, you start. Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Browns. The question now becomes, we know what they've been able to do with Jacoby Brissett, quarterback. What are they able to do with Deshaun Watson after missing 700 days? That's a question. More importantly, what people sometimes forget when you get a new quarterback in, who do they have chemistry with? He hasn't been working with Donovan Peoples-Jones all year. Is it Jones? Is it Cooper? Is it Njoku? How much does Kevin Stefanski call for pass plays? But Donovan Peoples-Jones, somebody you want on your team. He's still owned at about 50%. And somebody I'm, I'm intrigued in, uh, Michael Gallup. He had season high in targets and catches and yards last week. Okay. He has not been able to get back to that number two spot, that WR2 where he was in the past. Maybe he's starting to climb there. Again, somebody who I at least want on my bench, maybe for the stretch run in fantasy. And maybe a cheaper DFS, probably contrarian play. People forget about him. Michael Gallup's not too bad. Tight end. Colts Jelani Woods getting a lot of hype. Right? Now, tight end is a wasteland. So if you need somebody, heck, get him. Because most guys are getting you four to seven fantasy points anyway. But as far as the, the super hype train on Jelani Woods, do it twice. Okay, that's why I say guys who pop one week, do it twice. Then I'll be interested. Then I'll start paying attention. But if you have a roster spot to spare, Adam, tight ends are so <laughs> so bad. He's certainly more talented than Mo Ali Cox, better pass catcher. But what are you going to expect going up against that tough Dallas defense? That's another bad week. So maybe you pick him up, sit him, wait. I don't expect great things against uh, Dallas for him right there. So there you go, people. You got any more fantasy football questions or any more NFL betting questions? Hit me up on Twitter at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, Instagram at AndyMCSports. Use hashtag AskAndy. Or for the betting questions, do our new. Let's see if we can get our new hashtag, hashtag Jandy for Joe and Andy going. Let's do that. Think that'll get going? Maybe. Hashtag Jandy. <laughs> Joe is awesome. So is Tom Weathers. Listen, folks. Let's get ready. Deshaun Watson era begins. If we focus just what's on the field, that's that's all I that's all I can do. That's all all we can do. Let's see. We're going to be back with a great show Friday. Get a Houston look. Get you ready, betting wise, fantasy wise, for the Sunday slate of games. So thank you to Tom Weathers, to Joe Madden, for Sammy. I'm Andy McNamara. Go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much. Until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.